What's going on, family? It's your podcast mentor, Jonathan Jones. And I wanted to interrupt the episode just for a brief minute to let you know that I have a free gift for you. All right. I'm holding a free training for speakers, coaches and consultants showing you how to take your voice and turn it into a profitable business, even if you don't have a lot of followers. All right. So what I want you to do, I want you to stop whatever you're doing and I want you to go to getpaywithpodcasting.com. There, I'm going to sign you up to show you how you can accelerate your leads and generate credibility, even if you have a small audience. Get paywithpodcasting.com, and I'll see you there. Back to the episode. Welcome to the Your Podcast Mentor Show with Jonathan Jones. Here, you will learn how to start, launch, and monetize your podcast. In addition to hearing the latest trends and the latest and greatest things happening in the podcast industry. Are you ready? What's going on, family? And welcome to the Your Podcast Mentor Show, where I'm your host, Jonathan Jones. And you all know that this is your number one source for podcast news, podcast how-tos, and also interviews. And man, I I have a a longtime friend, longtime connection that we're bringing on today, but I'm excited for this conversation because we were just cutting up earlier before we even started. So we're going we're going to go ahead and get get into this episode. And I want to welcome uh, I want to welcome Dr. Barry. He's he's a health educator, he's a husband, he's a father and so many other things. Man, but Dr. Barry, I'm I'm going to kick it to you and just let you, you know, just share a little bit with the people about who you are and just, you know, why 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 are you just so cool, Dr. Barry? Why are you so cool? Hey, first of all, I want to say I appreciate uh taking the opportunity to kind of join you guys, uh, join you on a podcast, right? And and you said it best like we we touched base when we were first kind of getting, at least for me, when I was first kind of getting into this podcasting space. I'm Dr. Barry Pierre. I'm an internist. Uh, I consider myself a health content uh, creator, educator. And as a physician, you know, big thing for me is just trying to really, you know, get people to get healthy and really make health fun, but not as complicated as I know it has been. And I do that through my podcast, through my videos. I throw some blogs there as well. And sometimes I'll jump on a live stream, uh, really just, again, try to really make this crazy world of just kind of health and public health information as as edible, right? I like to say as edible for the kind of general public. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Dr. Barry, I, I will say that you're one person, you're probably the definition of consistent, right? Because when when I just think about when we connected, what, it was two two or three years ago uh, in, in, in Philly, shout, shout out the podcast movement, you know, that's where we connected. And uh, then, you know, I was, I was kind of just following you around in some of the sessions. <laughs> but ever since then, like, it's literally like clockwork. What, like, what, what is it that really pushes you just to continue to be consistent and continue to put out this content on a day-to-day basis, knowing that, like, in your industry, this isn't necessarily the norm. Like, this is something, this is like, you're an anomaly a little bit. You're an anomaly. So talk to me. Definitely. You know, very good point. So one of the reasons why I kind of went to podcast movement at first, because like I knew I was kind of in this kind of world all to my own. A lot of my friends, a lot of my colleagues, especially as physicians, they weren't really doing this as kind of the grand scheme of things. And I knew that if I was going to, again, push this message of, you know, getting healthy, health is wealth and all this everything there, um, that I needed to kind of be where the masses went. And here I was a physician at a podcasting conference, right? Which of course, you know, all types of crazy. <laughs> Most of us are going to like medical conferences and all these things. And I was like, I want to stay away from those type of conferences and go to the conferences that I know is going to benefit me for the long run. 
So when I got out and just being around, and I, it's so crazy. I always tell people, I always felt like I was kind of at home mm. because now I didn't really feel like this fish out of the water amongst my physician colleagues. I was just around a whole bunch of different podcasters. And just to see all of the different topics that people were doing, like it didn't, it, it made me not feel as crazy uh, doing my little podcasting on uh, my week to week health content. And, and one of the things that I learned there was they said really just being consistent was going to separate me. Because, you know, we had people who may start out with a podcast, may do a couple episodes, may not get whatever traction they're looking for. And they kind of like, all right, I'm good on that. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just keep going. Right. Like if I get two listens this week, that's two people that I didn't even have to like go to approach that listen to my content. So like that was always my mindset kind of starting in the beginning. And this as, as we record this, I think I'm on episode two, 209 just on the podcast, 209 just on the podcast. And it is, it's crazy to think because even when I get other guests, especially because I typically interview doctors, you could tell that in the beginning, they're so nervous because they've never been on the podcast. Most of us don't uh, be podcasting like that or just really doing audio interviews. And now I even incorporate some video interviews. And at the end of the interview, they're like, oh, man, you made this thing so much. They're like, yeah, like, I'm here. I've been, I've been doing this for a while. I, I got a little I got a little I got a little expertise on here. <laughs> well, so so one one thing I was thinking about is just just as, as just listening to you talk and knowing the type of content that you cover, like two listens for you could literally translate into two lives saved. Ooh, oh, oh, you talking now. I love it. it. it like like j- just just hearing that or thinking about that like what 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 does that make you feel? Like knowing that if one person listens to your podcast, this can be the information that saves somebody from literally life or death. What what, what does that make you just evoke? You know, first your mind? of all that that one that lets me know that the goal um, at hand is working right. And I, I've, I've talked about this in my podcast before. One of the reasons why I got into kind of podcasting or really just educating on this, you know, grand worldwide scale is my father. My father died from heart disease. And here I was, his son, who was in, I was in medical school at the time, in medical school, but I'm the son in medical school. And he didn't tell me about his medical issues, right? I didn't know he had high blood pressure. I didn't know he wasn't taking his medications. And he ended up actually passing away from complications due to uncontrolled blood pressure, heart disease, or the like. And I, I set my, at that time, I set myself, I said, you know what? Like, obviously, I can't do anything. Like, my father's gone. I can't save my father. But if I can go out and educate the community on, you know, every type of medical topic that I'm, you know, I have expertise in talking to, and they're able to, you know, save a relative, save a patient, um, like then I do my job. So that's really been a big driving force for me to say like, hey, I didn't have that opportunity or there wasn't, you know, a Dr. Barry out there really educating my father on, hey, you know, if your blood pressure is high, like you should probably take your medications or if you're, you know, your cholesterol is high, you should probably eat. Like there wasn't anyone at that time, you know, for my family. So I figured I want to be that person for someone else's. Dr. Barry, so where where's the where's the line drawn? Where's the line drawn? Just in, just in your experience with because how how long have you been in the medical profession? So I've I finished my residency in 2014. Uh, and for, for those who may know, like you you do medical school four years, and then you do uh, an additional amount of training on your specific specialty. My specialty was internal medicine. So I always tell people like my my re- I finished medical school in 2011, but I didn't finish my residency and my official training in internal medicine in 2014. So I've been out 
as I guess an attending boss per se since 2014. Okay. Okay. So in, in, in your experience, where do you think the line is between people not getting the information or the education? And then where is the line between just the fear of going to the hospital, going to get the checkup? Like where, 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 where is that line? Depending on more importantly, it's depending on which community I'm talking to. Because, of course, especially I take care of a lot of patients in the African-American community because obviously I'm African-American. And one thing they say about, you know, when they listen to me or they see me is that I have a trust level that's earned just by looking at me. And unfortunately, we don't have a lot of black physicians just in general. We don't have a lot of black physicians in general. So a lot of times our mistrust with the system causes us to have this apprehension that, you know what, I don't because we already know, you know, Henrietta Lacks. Uh, Tuskegee, like we already know all of the negative things that this medical system has done to us, especially our community. So we have reason. So I tell them we have reasons to be distrustful of our system, and and that's why it takes you know the Dr. Berries of the world and uh, the slew of others that I have along on my podcast uh, to kind of say like, hey, we're out there. We're we, you know we're not going to let those things happen again. Um, you can kind of trust us because there is this barrier of trust where. They're they're fearful, and it's we always talk about kind of the fear of unknown. They don't know what's on the other side. They don't want to. They don't. Sometimes they don't want to know if they go to get to that regular checkup, and then all of a sudden I see you, and I'm like, I'm like, oh hey, you know what? By the way, I know you haven't been to the doctor in like five years, but you know your blood pressure is high, your cholesterol is high, your diabetes is uncontrolled. So all of a sudden they walk in thinking, oh, I don't have no medical problems, and then here comes you know someone like me in the medical field saying like, oh actually. You got some issues uh, of concern to be about. So trying to get over that fear, especially especially in our community, um, is big because that that precludes us from being educated because a lot of the information is around us if we're typically looking for it. But if you don't, if I can't get you over that hurdle of fear to start looking for the information, it's not even going to matter. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. OK, OK, OK. We we here we here like I said we it's 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 been it's been a journey again especially when I was doing when I was doing outpatient medicine before I got into you know social media and started you know promoting um, you know health on a worldwide basis like th- these are some of the same conversations I would have with my patients in my office and you know and I can I can hear the level of fear the level of concern and and then as as they started trusting me more. They became more open and they became more willing to do some of the things I would suggest. And I knew they're like, okay, if I could just, I could break it down as easy as I do it here. What more can I do for someone else? Yeah, that, that, that's good. That's good. Breaking it down, breaking it down. Yeah. I, I, I really, I really like you hit on that, but I really also like the fact that you're really stating what some people in our community might already know, right? That there's a certain level of trust that's already I don't even know how I want to put it, but there's a certain level of trust that's already just there, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it just there just from me walking into a room. And on that same side, there's a certain level of mistrust uh, that's there when someone who doesn't look like me uh, is already in the room. So it's and it's one of those barriers that if, if you should, you know, like if if you if, if I don't trust you. Right. Like, I don't care what medications I give you. I don't care what directions I give you from exercise, from a health, from a food. It's not, mm-hmm. you're not going to follow it. Like, mm-hmm. I have to earn your trust first to be able to kind of follow you down that path. 
Yeah, make makes makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. So as we're just in the we're as we're in the realm and we're talking about medicine, as we're talking about the the medical field, Dr. Barry, is COVID nineteen and all the variations. Do you do you think that it's going to dissipate, or do you think that it like sooner later? Just 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 talk to me, Dr. Barry, because I don't know. Just talk to me. No, 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 this is a very good question. This is a question I probably get once a week uh, on one of my social media platforms, once a week on one of my social media platforms. And interesting enough, what I what I tell people, especially with COVID-19 and kind of where we're at now, because obviously we're we're now two years uh, past since our first diagnosis here in this country. And unfortunately, we've had over 900,000 people die um, in, in just here in the United States over the span of two years. Um, you know, millions of people diagnosed in the span of two years. And when I start thinking about, you know, when are we going to turn that corner? Um, one, we have to get enough people. I, I want to say, uh, especially from a vaccination standpoint, right? I know that's a big taboo for some people, right? But like, we have to get enough people protected so we don't continue to have these significant variants uh, bubble up. Because uh, just like the flu, the flu has plenty of variants, which is why you typically have to get a flu shot every single year. So we are not we're not shocked that the COVID has variants. The problem is, is that COVID is such a deadlier disease and it spreads so much quicker um, and it's much more uh, pronounced uh, within our communities that like we have to try to stop it. So that's why, you know, in the beginning it was like a full head on, you know, you know, roadblock, you can't go out, you got to wear your mask, this building is shutting down, that building shutting down. And then as you know, we've gotten more and more people protected, either uh, via vaccination, either through masking and everything else, you know, they start kind of loosening up the reins. So when people ask me kind of, where do I see from a time frame standpoint, when will we we'll be able to turn that corner? One, I always ask them, what do they think that corner is going to look like when you turn it, right? Like, do they think it's going to be a time frame where, no one's going to wear any mask anymore. Social distancing is not going to be Probably not. Like that, I, I think I don't think that's ever going to be a, a statement where you have to be concerned that we'll never ever have to wear a mask. Now, mind you, and I always and I always kind of preface, this, especially when we think about the flu. When the flu was the flu, we would tell people wear a mask, social distance. Well, we told people all these things there. They just didn't really do it. And unfortunately, with the pandemic, you were forced to kind of do a lot of those things which is why our flu numbers drastically dropped, like just, I mean, to pittance um, versus where the COVID numbers kind of shot up through the roof. Now, I do think we'll get to the point where, you know, maybe COVID um, is around, but we don't have to worry about it shutting down, um, you know, districts and states. And like, I don't, I don't think we'll ever see that level, but that's because, I mean, we're, and probably by the end of this year, we'll probably have over 70% of the country who could be vaccinated, vaccinated. Um, so, and then people who, who unfortunately, again, we'll have, we'll have people who have died from it, die from it. Like that's just going to be the case there. Um, but we, we will start seeing that turning corner, but like, I have to see some type of downtrend because even with this last variant, the Omicron variant, um, we had record numbers of cases, record numbers of deaths kind of happen again. So it's almost like we're starting over. So until we can get to a point where when a new variant comes around, it doesn't cause such a significant increase in cases, such a significant increases of deaths, like it's still going to be kind of bubbling around. But I, I do tell people, because, you know, people, you know, and you know me because you follow me on social, on social media platforms, I get a lot of people on both sides. 
And they they're always they always think I'm being very pragmatic in the way like, oh, you just you want us to be locked down forever. No, like I, I, I want I want y'all to go to clubs again. Right. I want y'all to go to the concerts again. I just want y'all to do it safely so y'all don't have to worry about bringing disease to grandma. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Like, I just want y'all to do it safely so y'all don't have to worry about, oh, can I visit grandma for Thanksgiving? Can I visit grandma for uh, the holidays? Right? That, that's that's all we're looking for. Um, so, but again, I do think by the end of this year, um, you, you will see our cases decrease. You will see our deaths is still going to be there. Um, but I, I do think you'll see kind of a turning of the corner because, again, the general public has kind of already done so. Um, and Because, and, and, again, just from general fatigue, uh, especially here in this country. But it, it, it's such a global issue, right? And I, I've talked about this where we're very geocentric here in this country, United States, where like we think like the problems that we're dealing with is how the whole world is dealing with it. But there are parts in Africa who don't have access to any of the vaccines we have, who don't have access to any of the treatments if you happen to get COVID. So because they don't have access to it, like we may be good over here in the United States, but you know how you see the memes, we like to travel, right? We outside, right? So we go to travel to those countries over there, right? And then get them, and then and then leave them kind of devastated. And then unfortunately variant pops up and then it happens over here. So but like I said, not to it's not to spell dooms, but I think it will get better. Uh, but there's just certain things, mechanics that have to happen kind of before we get there. Man, well, 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 I, I appreciate your perspective, you know, just knowing the, the background that, that you have and just knowing, you know, what you're doing day to day to literally save people's lives and help protect people and put people in position. So thank you. Thank you for your service, Dr. Gary. Thank you. I want y'all to go out again. I want y'all, I want y'all to club again. I want y'all to travel. Like, I just want y'all to, I just want them, you know, want y'all to do it safely. That's all. That's all. I just want y'all to do it safely. So you don't have to worry about, you know, this, uh, this pandemic. Like, I, I, I want you to do it so you don't have to worry about your family members getting sick. And, and even though you may be young, because I, I, I take, I take care of a lot of uh, young patients, unfortunately, in the hospital who uh, I was young, so I didn't think anything would happen to me. And I'm taking care of them in the hospital. So it, this COVID is definitely not something mm, that discriminates. Yeah. Yeah. So I want I want to want to take us take 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 a slight pivot from from uh, from talking about just the medical profession as a whole. But you, me, and you were talking a little bit offline, and I asked you. I I, I saw you know I, I saw the the medical consultant. Tell tell me a little bit about that, and how did this come to be from you know from the work that you're already doing uh, in the medical field? So just 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 share share about that. Sure, sure. So when when I first started out, got out of got out of residency, and I I got my first job. Right, I was happy. Yes, I'm working. And I realized very quickly that this healthcare was was a business business. Like you know, I, we we grow up thinking, "Oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to save lives." And we do that, and not realizing as we're going up through the ranks that, like, nah, there's a lot of business attached to what you're doing. So if you're not about your business, right, like you know, you'll either be left behind or kind of left holding the back. And when I talk to a lot of my colleagues, especially older colleagues. You know, when I when they expressed their frustration, a lot of their frustration was more of a control issue. They didn't have the control that they wanted. Right. They they worked for someone and someone paid them, paid them very well. But that like they had to fo- essentially follow what that person did. And I, I realized very quickly, like, you know what? I don't necessarily want to be like 60 years old, like 60, 70 years old having to do this. Like if I do it, I want to do it because I want to do it. But a lot of my colleagues had to do it. Because they were, man, they were just confined with everything that kind of came to it. 
So I said, you know what? I need to set out into myself and say, like, all right, what can I do to kind of establish myself as, you know, a, a business per se, right? And, and that's when I, I knew I had a love for technology. Uh, I, I clearly, I have a love for talking. And I, I said, you know what? I, I'm going to do, like, consulting, right? I'm going to do promotion. I'm going to do education. So that's kind of, that's how we first kind of jumped out there. I used to do, on my lunch breaks, I used to call Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. So on my lunch I'd spend two Tuesdays. I remember Tuesdays and Thursdays, twelve to one. Um, I would just be talking about different health topics, just trying to again educate my my Facebook community at the time, and that kind of sprung on to doing uh, the YouTube videos. That kind of sprung on to even getting audio because people were like, "Hey, I love your videos, but you know what? I don't really have time to sit there and watch them. Like, can you make this like an audio format?" And I remember my first like, if you go back out, I'd be so embarrassed when I have to listen to my old episodes. Because when you go back and listen to my like first probably like 30 plus podcast episodes, they, they sound terrible. But you already know how it goes when you're coming up, uh, starting out in the podcasting game. They sound terrible, but like they're essentially my audio clips from the video that I just put out there. I say, hey, they, they want to hear this. Like, boom, here you go. And it did such a great job for my patients because now and we talked about the trust factor. My patients would come in, and even new patients, before they come in to see me, they're like, oh, hey, I was on your website. I saw all your videos. Da, 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 da. Uh, you're smiling great. You talk great. So they or, I had, or, I did it, right? I already built that trust before I even said a word. Even though I did say a word, I just didn't say it directly to them. And that's what I knew the power was there. I was like, oh, you know what? This might be something, something to do. And then I started talking to my colleagues and realizing that I had colleagues who they kind of wanted to do this thing as well, but they didn't know how. They weren't as technologically sound as I am, right, in terms of, like, just putting a podcast out there, putting a video out there. So, like, I would, like, help them, you know, kind of, you know, manipulate this kind of this social media landscape and kind of put them out there. And I tell you, I'm, like, a tech nerd, right? I'm, I'm, I'm doing uh, landing pages. I'm doing sales funnels. I'm doing email. I'm doing all of these stuff that you probably shouldn't be doing as a doctor, but, like, I kind of liked every aspect of it. <laughs> So I, I just kind of like I just kind of went full steam ahead. And that's where kind of peer medical consulting kind of came in. Right. So I have it where I do my health education or do my promotional standpoint. But I also consult and work with a lot of uh, healthcare professionals and uh, professionals, even kind of the mental health space as well, too. Because my wife's a, a mental health counselor, um, helping them kind of kind of, again, bring up their business. So it's, it's definitely been fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because in like in in the consulting space, you know, it, it's always a different challenge, right? Because there there are certain the, the you because for one one when you identify your target audience, just because this person's male, that person's female, doesn't mean that they're gonna have the same challenge. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, just like you said, you being like tech nerd and being into the tech and landing page and this and that and funnel this and that, like as you go through it and you've you know had to feel your way through it and figure it out a lot of people are like uh i don't want to take the time to figure it out uh yeah. i want somebody else to guide me so yeah. you know I, I you know just just seeing you in that space and you're you're an educator educator so you know i'm i'm, I'm all for it i'm all for it and you know it's interesting just even before even when i jumped out like i almost had a little imposter syndrome in myself because like i knew i knew what i was talking about but I was like, you know, if I'm going to like work with people, do I really know what I'm talking about? Right. Like that's always like the concern that you have. Like I, I know the direction I want to go and I know this space. I know the tech. I know everything there. But like, do I know it enough to tell this person like, hey, you should work with me? 
And and I had to get over that, right? I, I, I worked with a coach, right? I worked with coaches. I had to work with a coach who kind of helped me with just a mindset shift to say like, hey, like, like what comes easy to you is like, you know, a rocket science to somebody else, right? And, and you think like it's a little thing, like you think it's a little thing to be able to build a landing page, but for someone else, they have no clue what you're talking about, right? They just want it done. Right. So and so once I was able to kind of get over that hump and say, like, OK, I, I feel like I'm expert enough to say and put myself out there, and say, yeah, I'm, yeah, this, this is what I do here. Right. That confidence just kind of built. Like, so I definitely had to kind of that was definitely a hump I had to get over in the beginning, just getting over the hump that like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Like, and I'm pretty confident in, in what I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can appreciate I, I can appreciate just your, your transparency there uh, and just you know, and understanding that you, you too had to grow, had to grow your confidence so that, you know, you can really share what you have to offer with the world. Cause you have really valuable information, valuable content. And that, that just brings me to, uh, I want to, I've been wanting to ask you this and I'm glad I finally, finally got you on that, got you on the show. Uh, but when, when it comes to you and branding, like what, what, what did that process look like starting out? Because you do a great job. You know, you got the branded merch on, you, yeah, you do, yeah. you do a great job with just your branding. Cause even the, like Dr. Barry's lunch and learn, I, I, I always would see it and I'm like, that's genius. <laughs> so just, so just, just break that down for us a little bit, Dr. Barry, with, with your branding. All right. No, very good question. Like, and I tell you, I kind of fell into the branding aspect really by mistake because here I was, I was on lunch, right. And I wanted to teach some people. I said, Hey, we're going to call this lunch and learn. And I always told people always told me that being able to, and I found this with my patients, being able to call me by my first name made patients a little bit more comfortable instead of having to say Dr. Barry Pierre or Dr. Pierre. It was like, oh, this is Dr. Barry. Like it, it was kind of this familiarity that occurred that like, like, oh, this, this, this is my doctor right here. Like, and I'm still giving him the respect by calling him a doctor, but like me and him on a first name basis, patients love that. That's a, for my, for my physicians who are watching this, right? You should do that. Um, so here I go. I say, I'm going to do this lunch and learn with Dr. Barry. Uh, I'm going to put myself out there. And again, this was a time where like in 2022, like it sounds crazy that, you know, someone would be hesitant to go on social media. Uh, but in 08, 04, definitely 05, but definitely 08 for sure. When I was a medical student, um, I used to have to sit in my dean's office every year because they're like, hey, all right, Barry Pierre, um, we know you like to blog, but like this is the stuff. We don't want you to talk about. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. Don't don't mention our school. Like it was all these things that they were just terribly fearful of uh, because they didn't want to get themselves out there. But what I noticed is that because we, the professionals, and you, it may sound crazy to you, but like a lot of my healthcare colleagues were te- were petrified to get on social media and put themselves out there for the simple fear that they may say something that come back on them and get them sued. So what occurred is that you had a lot of these people who weren't healthcare professionals, who weren't the healthcare experts in their in their like you know their niche, going out there talking for us, right? And I was like, nah, this like I, if I don't do it, like some Joe Blow's gonna come out here and say something crazy. And because you don't have an expert like me coming out there to say like, nah, what Fam is doing is saying is kind of wrong. This is what we really should be doing. Like that that was really a big catalyst for me. And then like I tried, I started treating my branding almost as real estate because then I would go to like social media platforms, not to even necessarily join them and be active, but just to take my username. Cause I was like, I got my website, drberrypierre.com. Like if I'm on Twitter, 
Dr. Barry Pierre. If I'm on Facebook, Dr. Barry Pierre. If I'm on TikTok, Snapchat, like, like if you think of a social media platform right now, if you search Dr. Barry Pierre, I'm likely going to come up, even though I may not be active. Like, I may not be active, but like, I sure got that name. So in case I want to turn around and be active, like I'm there. So I really started treating like, just like my brand um, as, as like that thing, right? Like I got a little caricature, a good friend of mine, Guido made this caricature for me, Messy Dex Graphics, right? He was like, he like, yo, I'm gonna make a little something for you. Like you're, you're Dr. Barry. And you know, and, and I, we kind of mentioned like, what happens with Dr. Barry is that a lot of people feel comfortable uh, being able to say your first name. Right. So like they still give me the respect by calling me a doctor. But like then they say, like, oh, that's that's, that's Dr. Bear. I know who that is. Like they feel much more comfortable. And we talked about this. If they're comfortable, they're more likely to act and they're more likely to act and more likely to take care of themselves. So it was just it was just this whole demeanor and process that I had to look and say, like, all right, I need to make sure my encompassing world that people knew, you know, who I was what I represented and, you know, what you were going to get coming from me. So that, that's kind of what's been my big driving factor in all of this, right? Trying to just drive home the message that like, if you follow me on Twitter, you're going to get a Dr. Barry on Twitter. That's a different person, right? You follow me on Instagram. That's a different person, right? But that's <laughs> TikTok. That's a different person. But like in the all at the end game, it's always about like, how, how could we make this health, health seem fun and, and cool as much as it can, because I know it ain't, right? You don't got to tell me. I know health, it ain't cool. I don't like talking about it as much as it seems like I do, but I know if I don't talk about it, right, you know, someone's family may not realize colon cancer is serious, uh, prostate cancer is serious, breast cancer is serious, blood pressure. They may not realize all of these things there uh, until someone like me comes in and say, like, nah, this is what we should be doing. Most, most definitely. And then you forgot, Dr. Barry, you forgot, man, on, on YouTube, you know, because on yeah. YouTube, I was looking at the YouTube, you got that YouTube booming, man. <laughs> It, it, it's, it's so it's it's and, and that's why I kind of talk about how like I always felt that you know just try I try to try to ease myself into it right I like you know I dip my foot in the water because you know YouTube is just a different monster uh, in and of itself um, it's it, and, and Instagram it's much easier for me to boop, plop my camera up get to talking get to moving and I'm done YouTube you know it's a little bit more coordinated you know I got a little fancy camera all of these things have to happen the editing's got to be a little bit better especially if I want to stand out and it's interesting that like what I like about YouTube is that like I could post a video six months ago right and someone today watches it right and they do a search and it pops up on their feed today versus like my other social media platforms like a Facebook like I posted today and next week it's gone like you you, you ain't really finding it. So I love that aspect of YouTube of being able to just kind of bring back and bring in new people who, who may have just kind of stumbled uh, upon what I'd be doing. Yeah. You, YouTube definitely is a, a different month. Even though I, I, I feel like they tried to help us out a little bit when they start doing the shorts, just to show people that it doesn't have to be perfect. And, yeah. you know, you can shoot this one right here from your phone just to make it more, I guess, more hand-to-hand -hand combat type style with like how they got the Instagram reels and Instagram TikTok. And TikTok, that's a whole nother, uh, I mean, we, we kind of like, when I kind of mentioned like TikTok was something, I've been had a TikTok account for like, I don't know how long, probably, it's probably been years, uh, but I never got on it, right? I was like, ah, it's just there. And then eventually I said, you know what? Let's just try this TikTok thing. And um, interestingly enough, the TikTok is a very interesting platform. Um, even more so than like our Instagrams and whatnot, where as TikTok, again, I, I like I could say something like I could do a little video, same kind of format. And then I wake up the next morning and 500 people saw the video. I'm like, 
Like that, it's just a very weird, just weird concept to me. Um, I, I tell you, especially in the, and I never thought medicine would be a very controversial, uh, you know, uh, place to be in, but obviously because of the pandemic, everything else it kind of is. So I get, a, there's a lot of controversy, uh, sometimes on stuff that I post, uh, on just kind of, you know, being pro-vax, you know, pro-mask, really everything else I, I didn't realize, but you'll definitely find, uh, you know, your, 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 your enemy. I don't even call, I don't even want to call them enemies. Right? I just call them people who are passionate. Um, you'll definitely find them more on TikTok than some of my other platforms. I think YouTube's probably second, and then Instagram is. Uh, Instagram is usually they're usually friends. Even I got like this one Instagram person who follows me who like waits for me to post something about COVID just so he can post something crazy uh, on it. It's too funny. That <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of funny, but but I, I will say I've seen that to be very true. Uh, I can't I can't really speak towards the TikTok too much, but I can say just in terms of YouTube. Cause I've posted since just posting like podcast news type stuff. And I posted some things about Joe Rogan with Spotify Ooh. and Lord, I'm not sure if that's, it's just that, the guy where I don't even... <laughs> or if it's just Joe Rogan's followers or what, but it's like, people are, Oh, I'm pro this pro that. And I'm like, Oh Lord, He's... thank you for helping me get my views up. But yes. It's... Yeah. No, they, they, they are angry. They are they're, the Joe Rogan folks. Those are some angry, like, cause I've, and I, and I even mentioned it too, cause I've talked about, it, I think once on the YouTube and I did, I did one video on TikTok, but even before the beginning, I said, Hey, this guy, I don't really like talking about, cause I already know what his fans are going to do once they catch this video. And like, like, like clockwork, the second they catch this video, they're <laughs> just typing away. Type, I'm like, all right, fam. <laughs> like, you got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Giving a whole paragraph. Oh, God. I mean, they be, okay. I mean, okay. I mean, people talk to me so like people. The way people talk to me, you would swore I was in a position. You would swore I, I don't take like I literally take care of COVID. It's not like I'm just talking about COVID from a distance. I literally every single day take care of patients with COVID. Like it's 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 literally what I do. But the way they be talking to me, boy. Oh, Dr. Bear. Okay, look, we're going we're gonna to transition off this off this uh, COVID <laughs> calamity and social media, whatever conversation. But I, I, I want to, I want, I just want you just to share with me, because as you were just talking, as we talked before, like, I know you're a husband, you're a father, you're a physician, you're a content creator, you're a consultant. What did, like, what time management practices yes. do you put in place yes. to where everybody can be happy? Yes. You know, you know, one of the things, one of the things I had to learn, especially as a consultant and entrepreneur um, in this space, especially because it's weird to hear entrepreneur and physician at the same um, breath, is that I had to realize I can't do everything by myself, which, and this is probably a message for every company. It don't have to be just health, but like, I realized I can't do all of the things I do by myself. Like, for example, like on a weekly basis, um, I can have a, a YouTube Medicine Mondays uh, video come out. On Thursdays, I can do a live video. On Wednesdays, I can have a podcast. Um, throughout the week, I can post clips of my fan. Like, so like that's just kind of like on a general week. I may post a blog on a Tuesday. Like that just kind of happens. And I realized like, could can I do all of those things? Yes. Should I? And once I started asking myself the question, should I be doing all those things? Like life definitely changed because if it forced me, it forced me to get a virtual assistant to kind of help me because I say, you know what? Like 
yes, I can do these things, but I don't need to be like, and that's not something I should be focusing on, right? I shouldn't be focusing on having to post on my Facebook page, having to post on my YouTube page. I like that, that stuff. Like I should be creating the content and then giving that content to someone to kind of do the work as far as putting it out there. So I, I definitely use a lot of automated programs. I got, I got two virtual assistants um, to kind of help me do that as well too. They, they do my posting and everything else uh, in, in that regards. And like, I just kind of show up to talk, right? I show up to talk, I drop it in a folder and then they just start making some, some magic happen for me. And, and, and that's been a world of wonders uh, because you said like my day job, my day job, I still got to save some lives. I still got to take care of the kids and family. They want breakfast. They want dinner. Like I got to be here for all of that stuff there. And I didn't want those things to suffer because I was recording, um, you know, a podcast. Here. I was recording things there. So I, I made it official. Even when I was doing, when we first met at Podcast Movement, um, I my availability to do podcasting uh, was every day. Every day I'm available, right? Like, because I know no better, right? But like, I had to, like, I forget which lesson I uh, walked into, but they said like, no, you got to have defined times where you'd be like, hey, Sundays on blank day, on blank day, this is your podcasting day. So one, my family knew like, oh, hey, like these are the days I'm particularly doing content related stuff here. Um, any other day were cool, but these are the days. So I like had to force myself to segment my, my life in, in different sections. More importantly, obviously keeping, you know, what I felt was more from a priority uh, was obviously being a husband, being a father, and then kind of letting the content creative stuff kind of happen uh, kind of uh, uh, under it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's, that, that, that's good. So, so we got to delegate. And then we also have to just identify. And delegation is hard. Delegation is hard, especially, especially for doctors. We don't we we don't we don't like to do it very well. So, uh, you know, being able to say like not like yes, I want you to do this for me, and then being and then sitting back and not jumping into doing it themselves. That that definitely I, I ain't gonna tell you that like I just quickly took it off and I was chilling. Like now nah, it took me a while to kind of let my my assistants kind of do their thing. Mm, I got you. I got you. So in so in in terms of podcasting, because you said you you're two you're two hundred something plus episodes in at this point, like what what would you what would you say podcasting has has done for you? Oh oh, very good question. So I think one of the biggest things is that, and we kind of mentioned the brand, right? I didn't realize that like when I was just doing it, you know, from you know, from my from my office during my lunch, uh, I was doing because I really just want to kind of educate people. I wanted to kind of you know spit out some topics out there. But I didn't realize what I was also doing was kind of putting myself out there. And the podcasting platform has just allowed my brain to expand to circles and avenues that I would have likely never been in. Um, it's it's much easier for me to kind of talk to people I probably would never talk to because I say, hey, you know what? You want to jump a podcast? And then all of a sudden, like, I have this avenue that they could also speak and, you know, get whatever they want to get off on. And like now they're much more apt to kind of come in and talk to me as well, too. So it's been very interesting of allowing, you know, Dr. Barry to kind of expand in a global, I, you know, really big global. Because I be checking where these people be downloaded. I'm like, oh, my God. So who do I know in the Philippines? Like, I'd like I, I be generally shocked when I see people uh, in certain countries download an episode. I'm like, OK, all right. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And, and And I didn't have to do anything extra work. Right. I put the initial work in. I press upload and all of a sudden it's it's out there. So it's allowed my brand to expand to the point where even though I do inpatient medicine, like pretty much in the hospital setting, the amount of people who say, man, don't, you don't have an office, you don't have, like they want to, they want me to be their primary care doctor because they realize like, 
if he's willing to do all of this for patients he don't know, for people he don't know, if he's willing to do all this education, of course I want this guy to be my regular doctor. And, and so that's, that's what's been so you know fortunate for me. And then I've been able to meet so many new faces. Like I said, I mean, you reason why I mean you are talking is through the podcast, right? I've been able to meet so many new faces and new people that are doing and exploring worlds that I would never know of just through this medium of podcasting. I absolutely, it's definitely one, like if you told me, hey, Dr. Barry, like if you can only choose one thing, right? Like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, pot, like what you're going to choose is going to be podcasting like it's it's a it's a easy like that's an easy choice oh i'm a podcast boom podcast i'm sitting in my back i'm, I'm sitting in my back room i press a and then y- y'all y'all get with y'all need to get to yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm right there with you i'm right I'm, I'm right there with you i'm right there with you and and and, and there's somebody i definitely want to connect you with you might already know him but uh but he's dr dr Derek burgess the the sports doctor I'm, i need to connect you with him i'm telling you just on the platform but i'm gonna tell i'm, I'm gonna connect you offline as well but i think y'all would be able to benefit uh, just a great mutual uh, mutual connection. He's one of one of the new clients in there and to get paid with podcasting family. Oh yes, but um, send my way. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I, I mean, I, I know you have a great, great dialogue. And I want to, I want to ask, ask you this one. This and then we're going, then we're going to get ready to transition to to a final segment where I like to call this or that. Just have a little little bit of fun, a little, little rapid fire, you know. <laughs> uh, but who who's one slept on podcaster or one slept on podcast that I should that I should interview next? Uh, on, on your podcast mentor Ooh, show. That's a very good question. One uh one so a podcaster? Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Podcaster. Yeah, yeah. Let me see, let me see. I got so many guests. <sighs> like have you have you have you, I'm I'm not sure if because I mean he's probably he's a little bigger than me. Dr. Nee Darko. Um, he, he has, he's the host. He's like, he's on my he's list. A, he's on, he's on my list. He's on my list, but you can give me somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Nee Darko for sure. Um, oh, let me see. Podcasters. It's interesting. I, I think podcasters that I know, especially in the healthcare field. Hmm. Oh, you stumped me. You stumped me. Yeah. I, I gotta think about that. Like Dr. Nee Darko for sure would be my, he would be my number one choice. Cause he's, he's one of the reasons why I got into podcasting. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's, okay. uh, like uh, it's so funny. I wrote a blog about it, right? Because that's what I did um, at the time. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in this whole thing of podcasting, right? It looks fun, right? And I listened to this. I listened to this episode. You know, uh, Docs Outside the Box is like this this doctor who, like, he's a trauma surgeon. Like the way I was talking, because I didn't know who the hell he was. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know who he was, but I just knew it's like, look at this surgeon out here doing podcasting, like. And he's interviewing like uh, some interesting guests. I was like, you know what? Maybe somebody I want to, you know what? All right, I'll model him. And so he's definitely been one of my definitely inspirations, uh, you know, to, to you know, to, for this podcasting thing. And I tell him every time, every time I do something on the podcasting front, I'm like, hey, me, like, hey, because I know him now. I'm like, hey, me, because I think, I, in fact, I finally got him on the episode, like, I forget what episode number he was. I finally got him on and I told him, I said, hey, you're the reason why. I got into this podcasting space. I don't know if you know that, uh, and I had to show up. But yeah, so I definitely think Doctor Nee Dark. I got that's a good question. Like some undercover. That's, it, it, this is what happens. Like I, my physician colleagues, I need y'all to get on the podcast because I should be able to have y'all name like that, and I don't. Mm, there, there it is. There it is. I mean, they they, they should. And then I'm I'm not sure if you teaching podcasting, Doctor Barry. I'm not sure if you teaching. You know, through your consultancy, if you teaching people how to start podcasts. Oh yeah. I, 
I don't, but like I know actually Dr. Darko. Holla at him. He'll he'll teach you how to get on the podcast. Like there, there, there you go. Yeah, get get with Dr. Darko. Learn how to start your podcast over there. Then yeah, go go to Dr. Barry and get your get your consultancy, get your funnel set up. And there, the, yeah, that's that's the combo right there. You know, if you if you're a doctor, <laughs> you're a physician. There, there you go. That that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So so now, Dr. Barry, we're gonna we're gonna get to the gonna get to the this or that portion of the of the all show. Right. Are you are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> okay, here we go. Dine in or delivery? Oh I, I for, oh, I forgot the first. What was the first one? Oh, I said dine in or delivery. Uh oh, delivery. <laughs> Sweater or hoodie? Hoodie for sure. Okay, okay, yeah, of course. One of your own personal branded hoodies. Of one, one, yes, one hundred percent. I love the. You know, again, that's probably just from my 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 little, my little young rascal days, right? Where you know we we kept the hoodie. We we. We kept it for some, you know, some things that we probably shouldn't have been doing, right? <laughs> oh, I, I I plead the fifth because I can't I, I can't say anything either because never mind never mind co- co- comic books or 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 comic strips. Ooh, you know what? Co- comic books, and I, I'm I'm definitely trying to get into it more. Like like I remember just being a child, being so enamored by them, but I, you know we couldn't afford them comic books, we couldn't afford them like that. Um, so it was always kind of like, you know, borrowing off of my friends reading it. But like, it's definitely something I'm, I want to try to double back in and like get, get into more. Hmm, that's good. That's good. Motorcycle or bike? Uh, oh, bike. Bike. Uh, yeah, bike. I don't know about that. Book or ebook? <sighs> you know, it's a good question. This, oh, oh, that's a good one. I, I feel like, I, like I'm, I'm definitely book, but I need, I, I kind of need to transition. I do need to transition to ebook just to really catch up with the times, but I I feel like I I retain a little bit more in, in, and I'll sit down and, and read a hard book all day. But like if it's an ebook, I'm more prone to uh, let me check the other app. Like it's like I haven't I haven't got my focus yet on doing the ebook just yet. Final question: Podcast or audiobook? Ooh, uh, I've I. I've had one experience with an audiobook. Um and and honestly, I, I'm I'm almost fearful of the audiobook because I feel like if like if I cause I got friends who swear by it and say like they can't go back to the other book. So I think I've been fearful because of it. So I'm I'm gonna go with podcasts right now. Fair enough, fair enough. Dr. Barry, please please let people know uh where, where they can um where, where they can connect with you and how they can find you. I'm gonna add all this down in the show notes so please please go go ahead and share that and sure. your final thought for the show sure sure so again uh i am dr barry pierre and you can find me essentially at drbarrypierre.com and that's going to really kind of again we, we kind of mentioned it funnel you to all of my other different platforms uh, i'm on instagram i'm on tiktok i'm on twitter my whole username dr barry pierre uh all one word um no underscore no nothing just all dr barry pierre you'll find me there and I think just one thought that I want to just kind of you know end with, especially in this space of podcasting, is you just got to start, right? Like if when when I was on episode one, there's I, I no way I could envision being on episode two hundred and ten, and I like I think the mental process of saying you know what if I just do one and just do the next one I will eventually get there, and I think no median 
has been more beneficial for me in my career, even though, yes, I'm a physician, but just as a podcaster, was one who's trying to, again, become a health content creator, um, no medium has been more beneficial for me than the podcast. So uh, if, if you're thinking, if you're, if you're interested, you know you have a word, a level of expertise, you know you have thoughts you want to get out there, but you don't know what is the correct medium. I know there's a lot. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with the podcast game. It don't even have to. It don't even have to be like this. You don't have to record you no know, video. You could just be spitting on a mic in your room and just putting it out there uh, because you would be surprised who on the other end needs to hear what you what you need to say. Boom! There it is. There it is, Doctor Barry, my brother. I appreciate you gracing the mic, and I appreciate you, man, gracing gracing to your podcast mentor show, man. We we appreciate you. No, again, I thank thank you for like I said, it's it's this this journey that's taken us from that chance meeting uh, in Philadelphia podcast movement to here. Uh, again, I've been I, I tell people I, I tell my I tell my guests all the time, like I be sneak, uh, you know, watching everybody, right? Because that's just what you do in social media, right? So I've been watching your maturation, watching you grow, watching you step out there and say like, hey, you know what? Not only am I going to do my thing, right, with the podcasting game, but like I know this is so important that I need to teach other folks to get in this as well, too. So I, I, I just wish you all the support and love. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Dr. Bear. I appreciate it. And for all the all the listeners out there, everybody who uh, who's following and who's under the sound of my voice, I, I want to encourage you all to make sure, make sure that you give Dr. Barry a follow. I'm telling you, he he is going to be the he, he's the person that you want to follow just in terms of, you know, uh, health content. He's going to educate you. He's going to make it enjoyable. He's going to make it digestible, just like he said. So so go ahead, you know, give him a follow. Check out his podcast and slide in his DMs and let him let him know. You say, Dr. Barry, I found you through, through your podcast mentor show. I found you. So I uh, just, just want to let you all know that. And also remember that this is the Your Podcast Mentor Show where we help you establish your platform so you can profit on purpose from your podcast. Till next time, peace and God bless.